Welcome. This is Stories from Los Angeles, hosted by Eric Ramos. Welcome back, everybody. It's Eric Ramos uh, coming to you live from Los- downtown Los Angeles. And today I have the pleasure of having Koye. Koye from Koye Curations. You can find him on Instagram. He is a photographer um, in fashion, culture, lifestyle. Um, I had the pleasure of connecting with him, funny enough, through the internet on Bumble Business. That's where we connected, you and I. Um, and it's funny because uh, it's my first time actually going on, on Bumble Biz for using it for like yeah. professional purposes. How's that been for you? It's been really good. I have been able to network with a lot of like um, makeup artists and other photographers as well too. And then also people who have um, like consulting experience as well. Mm-hmm. So I like it. And then also as you. So I got some, I met some heavy hitters on there already. Very cool. Very cool. And um, I don't want to take the microphone away, but of course you're, you're a uh, you're, you're a photographer, right? Mm-hmm. That, that get everything right? That was the proper introduction for you? Correct. Yeah. Growing up, is that is that what you wanted to do as a kid? Um, or did you have honestly, previous professions Well, I before? feel like growing... No, I wanted to always like work with like animals. Like One of my big things that I wanted to like work at SeaWorld. Uh-huh. I guess it's kind of like, like the orcas there, and I just thought they were just very beautiful. So I wanted to kind of like do something within like the animal kingdom aspect of it very cool did you go to school for that no okay um so my educational background i have like a bachelor's degree in indigenous american studies Mm -hmm. i received it from this tribal college it's called high school indian nations university very cool so it's located in lawrence kansas and um with tribal colleges they're generally small so the student body was only like a thousand people, but um, so with that, they're very limited on like their programs they offer. So they only offered four. They had like elementary education, um, environmental science, business administration, and then um, Indigenous American Indian Studies. Very cool. So I took the the um, the II degree. Very cool. Very cool. And so. Um, when did you like decide to be like a photographer? Like when, like pick up your first camera? Um, I want to know the my, origin story. During undergraduate, so I used to write for um, the student newspaper organization. Uh-huh. It's called the Indian Leader. So it's the oldest um, like Native American student newspaper like established. So um, and they used to do like print like newspapers. So I thought it was like so like so cool, and I used to design. And my instructor, Rhonda Lovato, she was very kind of like nurturing. And then um, I just really got connected to her. And she used to do like conferences at the Native American Journalists Association. And she had all these connections. And um, storytelling, I feel like, is a strong aspect of like indigenous culture. So, yes. um, 100%. Yeah. So I just kind of like visually storytelling like through my art and through my pictures so i'm like carry on like the tradition of like storytelling like my people very cool very cool and so i think a lot of people should know that you recently moved to la right Mm -hmm. Uh, can you tell me originally where you're from yes so i'm born for the Diné people um also in english terms it's the navajo people in arizona i was born in tucson arizona and then we had moved to our tribal lands when I was like two and then I moved off my tribal lands when I was seven. And then I just kind of like moved 
everywhere in the Midwest, from like Nebraska to Kansas to Illinois, because my dad was a welder. Um, so like just within like tribal jurisdictions, there's also like a low, a low source of occupations that you can get into. Uh -huh. So just for the, the opportunity to provide for his family, he took that. Very cool. So you said he was a welder, like, mm. and you never had interest in becoming a welder yourself, like you said. No, that's not for me. No, because I, I, I see like when he used to come home and just kind of like how many hours that he put in, and just kind of like how he talked about it. And just, I don't want to live my life like that. And right. like a lot, a lot of my other family members, they're like they work in the construction industry, and I don't know. I don't like to get dirty. Same. <laughs> same, same. I'm not gonna even lie. That, that's um, it's funny because my dad also came. He, he he has his own business as far as like cabinets, like custom cabinets, like mm -hmm. kitchens. He's done a lot of like really nice homes, like custom cabinets. But and even though it's his business, he never really pressured me to like follow his footsteps. He was yeah. always like, uh, whatever you do, just be kick ass, enjoy it. Um, did you ever get support in in your as far as your career aspirations? Did I ever get to what? Like support from your family? Oh, like support? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my family support me. Um, I feel like that's the only reason I'm even out here by myself. Um, because not only do I want to pursue a career, like that career opportunity will allow me to not only support myself, but then also support my family, which and then will like support my community as well, too. Right. So that's honestly my drive to even like pursue a career in fashion and just move out here to LA by myself and trying to work with like the upper echelon fashion community because I know I can I believe in myself and I believe in my culture and my my family of uh, my parents especially of how they moved off like the reservation and they never did that before right like, the first generation to do that and taking that chance is a big risk like you don't know what's out there yeah. So, but then that love and support that they have for the family to do that, I honor and I respect that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you still keep in touch with them? Like, do you like call family like mm -hmm. every now and then? How yeah. often do you do it? I was just talking to my mom this morning and then my dad, I haven't talked to, I need to call him. Yeah. So now we're really close though. It's funny because I text my mom more than I text my dad. Yeah. Like, as far as, but like we're still cool like we're, yeah. there's, there's no bad blood but it's just the constant communication i think it's between closer for my mom as well mm -hmm. so it's it's funny how you have that as well um are there any fond memories from tucson that that you have growing up that inspired your work like um honestly i kind of just like popped out there uh -huh. but i just like got birth and then i really don't have any like i didn't grow up there but then um i have Cause like my memories, I do, it just goes back to when I was living like my tribal homelands, when I was like four, five, six, and seven. Okay. But then like the one, two, and like the three is just like foggy. Yeah. Anything below for me too was like, I yeah. don't really remember. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably a common uh, occurrence with people. Um, when it comes to like your transition from from the Midwest to LA, what was that like for you? Like the first, cause I, you said that you told me off camera that you, um, you had lived here before, but then you moved back again. Cause, mm -hmm. and um, so how, what was your first time like moving into LA like? Um, 
So I always wanted to move here to LA. Um, I, after I graduated with my bachelor's in 2019, I had moved to Phoenix. Uh-huh. So I wanted to kind of like integrate myself within a bigger um, city structure. So like when I eventually like make that move to LA, I wouldn't be like so overwhelmed. And then also during my undergraduate years, I had like an internship in New York City. So I kind of, I don't know, I just traveled to like many dis- different places as well too. So making that adjustment wasn't as like hard for me, but then I know I needed to just kind of discipline myself in regards of assessing like my nervous system and when it's overwhelmed at times and like learn to like step back and like take a break as opposed to just like oh like it's fine like keep going keep going keep going like just work 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 like I don't want to get burned out because yes I did come here for a career but then I came out here to enjoy my life yeah more than anything and it's funny because you mentioned sometimes I get overstimulated living here in LA Mm -hmm. I've been born and raised here and it's one of those things that sometimes I like a lot of the chaos, a lot of the noise outside. Sometimes I like, I like just hanging out <laughs> yeah. in a very serene place. The way I yeah. kind of did my decorate, my decor, interior design in here that I put together. Um, but no, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. So you went to Phoenix, I guess. Uh, what was you said? You had some internships in New York. Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was very beautiful. So I had. Um, it's now called like the the Newmark um, in journalism. Well, Newmark School of Journalism, but then when I went there, it was like the Sydney University of New York, the Graduate School of Journalism. Um, so I, it was um, a journalism internship. It was like a diversity initiative that they did. It was like their last time doing it as well, too. Um, so it was me and 15 other journalists from around the country, and I was the only native in the journalism internship, and it was... I loved it so much and because I had visited New York on my 21st birthday to attend this festival called Panorama just to see Frank Ocean and then <laughs> nice. um, me and my friend went and I just loved New York City. I was like, I need to go back. I want to go back and I found a way to go back. Very cool. I've never been to New York. Um, my sister does have a boyfriend out there. Maybe that's TMI. I don't know if she wants me to share her info, but yeah, she... <laughs> She has a boyfriend out there, and she makes it work from L.A. to New York, which is crazy. Really? Like, in a relationship. I've been, like, together for, like, two years. Um, I can never do that myself. Um, but back to you. Um, what was the first camera that you, like, started working with? A Canon. A Canon? Do you remember, like, mm-hmm. the brand, like, the, the model? Um, it was, a, a, like, a T, like, 6i. T6i? That's yeah. a pretty good camera mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and was it like because those cameras are pretty expensive so mm-hmm. how much did you like did, did you like did, did you have was it something that you already had saved up and just buy it it's like you know um so i used to participate in like the the journalism journalism organization at my school so it was just kind of like part of like the organization and when i used to go write stories and take pictures for events and they let me borrow it very cool so that was the first camera that you started working with and mm-hmm. genuinely started getting correct did you take any courses for photography or was that something that you kind of went to school or picked up or somebody mentored you um i did take like a just a semester course but oh my god this is bad but i kind of forgot everything like within it yeah i really paid much attention honestly i kind of just did it for the credit because i looked at your <laughs> photos and i'm like your photos are really good mm-hmm. your photos are really good and i was like wow this is like your i like your work i'm actually like i was like going through it and i was like 
I like this. I like what I'm seeing. So I was just that. That was I was just like, okay, cool. Did you yeah. pick that up? So you naturally kind of picked that up yourself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that like someone gen like taught mm -hmm. you, or like you know, did you see online just a little bit of tutorials, videos, anything like that? Um, honestly, like I never even watched any tutorials or videos. I kind of just like maybe I should, but I kind of did it my own way. I think it's the fact that you actually started doing it is what holds back a lot of people. Yeah. Sometimes people think too much about the details. Am I doing it right? Rather than just actually doing it. Yeah. You know? And so I think the fact that you just started by going repetition, repetition, probably like seeing like you, you're, you're like critiquing your own work, right? As a photographer, do you critique your own work when you take photos? Yes, of course. So um, within photography, like when we're working with a model, you have like hundreds of photos you have to go through after like, um, like during like post-production. And then I just look at, I'm so like meticulous. Um, I look at everything and um, I pick like my top 10 out of it and I narrow it down to like my two favorites. So it's just going through the whole process and it takes me like a whole, like almost an hour to edit, like one picture. But yeah. that's just to edit, but not go right through the whole thing. So it takes me like a couple hours to just do one picture. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize the process of photography. Sometimes yeah. it's like it's 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 very meticulous. You have to like, and and I'm assuming you direct people on like, hey, turn your head this way. Mm -hmm. Like, did you did you? How was it like working with your first model, like ever? Um, my first model was in Kansas. We did it at the Sunflower Field, and honestly, I didn't even know how to direct. I was just, because honestly, like, still right now, I don't like directing. I like working with people who already know they're, like, how to pose and all that. Because I don't know if you want to get in the model industry, like, you should practice already. I don't know. I, just, I know how to get the angles, essentially. Right. So right. I just captured the angles. It wasn't really nice. But I, I told her to just, like, I directed her in a little bit of way, but I wasn't, I didn't have any, like, um, at the beginning, I didn't have any, like, poses. Or I just, like I said, I didn't do any research about it. I was just, like. It takes two to tango and essentially that's kind of you're able to follow someone's lead to kind of mm -hmm. like okay cool you're doing your work you start you kind of you kind of start seeing someone like work their their angles and that's when you start like really start like okay here we go yeah. right you're like in a rhythm mm -hmm. with your with your photographer and so um he said this was outside did you use any like lights no at the time no no did you use a flash um no it was like during sunset so I feel like I just wanted that, that natural lighting. All of my pictures that I take is, um, well, they, right now I like use flashing lights, but then I, at the beginning I just use like natural lighting and just wanted to like study the effects of like the shade and like just wanted to like do my own little research upon like Very how cool. light produces different images. Very cool. And after that, you, you're, that, so was that your first photography? When you said you used to work events as well. So did, did you start initially with events first, mm -hmm. and then yeah. started to like like models, yeah. student models? Cool. Yeah, um, yeah. During the newspaper, I used to do like basketball events, and just like go to like um, student senate meetings and like take pictures of them, and yeah. Nice, nice. And so you didn't want to continue with like models. I mean, events like let's just say like outside. After you were just like no. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's cool, like, events are cool, but it's just not something that I'm really, like, interested in. I, like, kind of, because, like, how I see photography is it, it bridges the connection to me and another human being. Like, I'm allowed to kind of, like, know their story, and, like, when I figure out, like, what type of person they are and, like, what, what they want to create together, that's how I kind of, like, do my images. 
And I feel like my my images, like the themes of it, or like who I want to represent through my art is like elegant, like eccentric, and just very like captivating. Yeah. And like in like angelic in a way. Yeah, I do see that in your portraits. Um, has there been any very difficult like times that you've like, where you're like, oh my god, like I'm gonna you know pull rip out my hair, like uh, as far as like work or, or or shoots that 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 you know like really tested your patience. Yeah, um, I don't know, I just feel like, well, not every shoot is like that, but then I'm just very like, oh, like, I hope, like, we get to, like, get something, like, beautiful out of this, and there's, there's nothing, like, where I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm so stressful, like, stressed, nothing like that. No, nothing? Mm -mm. So, you've never had, like, a little difficulties as far as, like, working with, with models, or? No, not with models, but then, like, sometimes I would, like, come, like, unprepared, and then, like, Next thing you know, like, my SD card is full. And here I am, like, deleting pictures. Oh. <laughs> or, like, my battery dies. And, like, but then I always, like, I have, like, a second battery, too. So it's just stuff like that. Like, just mechanical things on my part. Nothing with the models, though. Right, right. And sometimes I think a lot of people, like, it take, you have to take that extra time even before sometimes mm -hmm. to have everything prepared yes. and ready. Did, when you deleted those photos on, on your memory card, did you like freak out or like or did you already have those backed up also? yeah i had them backed oh, okay. up and i was like okay like i already went through these and yeah it's just like i don't know i'll be doing it during the shoot as well too like when we're, i was like sd cards full and then i'll be i don't tell them because that's embarrassing right so we just walked to like the whole like next location and like when we're walking there um i just like delete them <laughs> <laughs> you're like the look over here. Yeah. You're like, how do they look? I was like, studying. Like, this is amazing. amazing. Let's go over here and let's try this. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, you said you also like, well, when it comes to like, um, like the, where are some of the most memorable projects that you've ever worked on? Like your top, 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 top project that you. Yes. There's been a couple. Um, I really like the ones that I do with like culture uh -huh. um especially this one shoot that i did in phoenix um she's also my tribe Dene, and within our tribe we have these traditional rug dresses and she had her rug dress and her moccasins on and then we were just like downtown scottsdale like just shooting and like the history of like not not the history of scottsdale but then also it's very like western in a way was it, it outside with like beautiful? yeah i was like in this plaza at night because typically like that was my first like night shoot as well too because i usually i don't like like i said like i work with my natural light a lot yeah so working with like my flash at night was just something that i wanted to try and the images came out very beautiful very cool very cool um i i wanted to review some of your photos because i think is what was that mentioned in your instagram on that that you mentioned right now because we'll pull it up obviously yes when we have it up there on the camera but um was that was that any of these that are on your on your profile mm -hmm. um this one this one nice and so did they have already that, you said that they, like, were you called up upon for your, like, your photography or was this like something like, hey, um, 
Like, how did this event happen for you? Um, I think I met her at a fashion audition, and we just kind of like networked, and she wanted to get into modeling, so I was like, let's do a photo shoot. So, very cool, very cool. And as far as like, do you just do photography, no video? I do, yeah, mainly photography. I mean, I could do like video. Well, let me not lie. I can do like reels. Reels? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Absolutely. That's all. I'm really not like, I know I can get the angles and everything, but then just like the whole like post-production aspect, it just confuses me. Your bread and butter is definitely photography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And to me, like seeing, seeing your photography, like was like events and, and like this what the cultural side of photography mm -hmm. um is that something that you like to focus on or is like or is, or does you like kind of blend in or is like whatever whatever opp opportunities there are as far as like um that uh, that happen throughout like the, your 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 sphere of influence yeah do, do you actually like do you proactively go out and try to like shoot like these kind of cultural events um not well i don't i feel like i don't necessarily like look for it it just like comes to me and then i'm if i want to, if i have this feeling within me like oh like i want to shoot that like i want to i'll go up to the person and be like hey like i introduced myself and be like let's do a photo shoot so that's what i did with him because i met him at a, at a fashion show and he does hoop dance his name is george gonzalez and i met him almost like four years ago and we still talk to this day so and yeah, I'll have everybody see this this photo on on that one's like, on that one's video. really good. We had went to that was also in Phoenix. We went to it's called Papago Park, mm -hmm. and then there was like this little tunnel thing, and I was like, "Here, go in here," and the image came out really good. How did you get the the like the nice like silhouette on the floor on the camera? Was did you wait? Let me see. Oh, it was just because the tunnel was kind of like dark, and then uh -huh. I told him like to scoot back, and that's how far like. The natural light like went in oh wow yeah. that natural light looks so good it almost looks like a like a artificial spotlight that yeah like a camera like a light right above his head yeah that looks really good so i guess like within my pictures as well too the only reason why i don't use like any artificial light is because like nature is very beautiful as well too nature is very powerful and like coming from like a whole spiritual not a spir coming from culture and in my ceremonies, we pray to the water, we pray to the fire, we pray to the sky, everything. So I want to like integrate that within my 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 stories as well too. Yeah. So without any of those aspects, like I wouldn't be like who I am, and I wouldn't be able to take these images. You said this is called a uh, a uh, uh, hula dance. Hoop dance. Hoop a hoop dance. Mm -hmm. My 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 mistake. Um, what is the the hoops made out of this um so i think he uses honestly i don't even know no what? i don't know no it's all good it's all good because i mean those are details obviously he's the dancer That's, yeah he, he probably knows more a lot more of what he's actually like kind of wearing and all the details mm -hmm. um do you know what the the dance rec like represents like so it represents just kind of like the the world in a sense because that one i think is called like a, the butterfly mm -hmm. and it just kind of like represents like the natural aspect of the world yeah yeah was was he like moving around and or was he holding still like when he's like hey let me catch this or was he like um, um that one he was holding still but then we took like other shots he was moving around very cool 
Very cool. And is there any more photos that you want to? Yeah. Like, photos that you want to talk more about? Yeah. That I like is this one as well too. Awesome. That one is very. What's going nice. on here? I like that. So I used to do work in Scottsdale at the Fashion Square Mall. I was um, assistant manager for this apparel store called um, All Star um, All Star Sports. And that was just a customer who had came in because it was a good way for me to network. And I met like a lot of different like professional athletes came in and like celebrities. But I just kind of like outsourced like, oh, like, let me go talk to this person and try to sell them a jersey. And then also kind of like integrate like my photography into it. So I had asked them if he wanted to do a photo shoot. And then... Right then and there in the store. Well, that was not in the store. Oh, it was like I talked to him and then we planned it and he had came back and then I had like some jerseys of our new product yeah. that he could choose from and then he brought his son as well too. So that one, we had walked to Dick's. Like we just went down the escalator and went to Dick's Sporting Goods. Cause I was like, I want to like have like a whole like basket. So that was taking a Dick's. Oh, nice. And I, so that was actually like his whole, his idea to like do it by like the basketball. This literally looks like a set, like mm -hmm. <laughs> the fact that you just walked into a Dick Sporting Good yeah. and took that photo. I would have never guessed in a million years. Yeah, and I think that's something beautiful about photography that you're able to capture a moment, and and there's this like mystery behind it. Like I would have never known this unless you yourself would have told me. Yeah, yeah. So and then also just kind of like the history of like basketball and how it kind of brings together in community and like the whole partnership between a father and a son yeah that did you would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert um i feel like i'm in the middle honestly more it depends on how i feel too because i've i guess in a way like i see myself as like a research project that may sound weird but I like to do like studies on myself i really like to study like my mind and also like my body and how i feel and things that bring me bring me pleasure and then also um allows me to like have like comfort in this whole like chaotic world because that's very like important especially like if you're in the fashion industry you have to be very like mentally strong because they'll rip you apart like yeah literally so you have to have that that mental toughness and like that um emotional strength as well too so um i like to just do things that make me like calm i don't like to like force myself to like do things i thought like that's like an extrovert but like if i'm calm like i'll be like very like um extrovert but then like if i'm kind of like um observing the area i'll be observative yeah so, like an introvert yeah because i think me outside I don't know why I'm personally like this, but in public I'm more, more quiet. And then it's not till I'm like, like comfortable in my own space, one yeah. on one. That that's where I open up for some reason. I yeah. don't know why I'm like that. Or unless we're like, like you know, in a in a public setting where we're already sitting down, then I open up. But until like yeah. until I am navigating the like going to a restaurant, standing in line, talking to people, I'm kind of just. I'm more kind of calm and reserved. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that's, that. No, that's me too. Um, <laughs> and like, that's why I like working. Because like I said, like, 
working with models, it has that connection. Like when you work one on one with someone, you actually like know, you get to know who they are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just like more, I guess, intimate as far as conversations mm -hmm. and, and getting to know. There's, um, as far as like uh, your other photos, is there anything else that you, you want to talk about in your, your projects? Yes. So this one. Uh huh. So I had attended school at the first ever tribally established college on my um, ever. It's on my homelands in Navajo Nation. It's called Diné College. I've attended only one semester because, like I said in the beginning, I didn't grow up on the reservation, so that disconnect um, between like my community and like the language and the land was. Um, it's still there, but then I, I know like where I come from. And so I just wanted to like reconnect in a way. And they offer um, cultural classes, like language, Navajo language course, silversmithing, rug weaving. And yeah, so I went there for that. I didn't take those classes because they're all full. So I think that's why I only stayed there one semester. And mm -hmm. it was like living on the reservation, it's so beautiful there. Like. It's located in Staley, Arizona. It's so beautiful. Like, that's where I want to live. There's like a lake right there. And it's like little mountains too. And it's not, Arizona's very diverse. It's very beautiful. I really like it a lot. Cause like Northern Arizona where all my family lives is kind of like sand and then um, like hills, but they're all like, yeah. But then you drive like an hour to this place and you see pine trees and like lakes and yeah i've been to sedona and i know i kind of see that the, oh God, the, the pretty. how the terrain changes is insane how you, you you drive from california to to uh the northern uh part of, of arizona and kind of like you said this starts like pines and then like you go through flagstaff on top mm -hmm. and it's like all these trees um I, I went to even like a tunnel, like a lava tunnel down there that was like a oh, yeah. two mile, two mile. I would do that too. Miles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it really is diverse. I really love Arizona for those. I think uh, the mountains, the black lucky that we get to see some mountains here right mm -hmm. now is covered in snow. Yeah, we don't usually so get beautiful. that much snow here, really? but Arizona, obviously like there, they get a mm -hmm. lot of snow. A lot of snow. Yeah. And it's really lovely out there. And so, and this, uh, this so you're saying this event happened around oh, that area? Yes. Um, so I actually produced the first ever, that's my first fashion show I ever produced. Um, and that's like the first fashion show ever like that went on there at the first ever tribal college on my traditional homelands. Very and cool. it was in the Ned Hatatli Museum and it's so beautiful in there. It was so nice. And I kind of organized, I organized the whole thing. I got the designers, I got the models, which they were students, mm -hmm. and put on the whole production, had a whole DJ, and it was, I loved it very much, and that was one of the garments that was showcased in there, and I think it's just very beautiful as well, too. Was the garment created by a student? Uh -uh. No. no. Um, just another, a designer from the Navajo Nation as well, too, and that's the... The installation behind her mm -hmm. was part of the museum, and I think I like that picture so much because like the vibrancy of her, but then also like the art as well too. Because like I said, my 
my people, they do like silversmithing. So like turquoise and they, all of that. So how I see that image is that, that woman behind her represents like our ancestors or like a, like a grandmother and like always like looking after you in a way. Like yeah. kind of like, they want you to shine and they're, they have this whole protective aspect about them that they kind of endured in their prayers of you wanting to succeed in this world and experience life and also ground yourself in your cultures, like how I see that picture. Yeah, it's funny enough because I've, when I really like the Navajo culture mm-hmm. myself. I've been to, um, what is it, the, the Antelope Valley, those canyons. And, and right then and there, I think a lot of like, uh, like Navajo uh, people were the ones working in that, the tourist area. And I was like, oh, this is very cool. And like mm-hmm. the fact that they were, they were being very respectful and very cautious of like, here, this is what this, this means. This is exactly like um, where you want to go through. And like, they were very hospitable. And to me, it's one of those things that I think culturally, I think we're very hospitable people. Like, and I say we, because to me, there's a part of me that kind of, I, I explained to you, like, there's a part of me that kind of feels a little disconnected from the way I'm supposed to be as a Mexican, because yeah. I don't, I don't partake in many of their activities. I don't, I, and I'm not trying to make myself like sound like I'm disassociated, but it is one of those things where I constantly, where I've always kind of enjoyed hiking. And that's where I really find my, call it my soul. Yeah, because it's almost like I come back like recharged and able to get back to work, mm-hmm. you know, and to me, it's um, it's lovely that that you have all this cultural history that you very well aware of where I feel like sometimes I like I have like facial features that like when I look at uh, photos of like the like the the southwest, like I'm like they why does my nose look similar to theirs, right? Yeah. Like, why do I have these features that kind of look along the lines and like, I realized like, okay, and that's when I, I myself started researching a little bit more of kind of like natives throughout um, the indigenous people in, in Mexico as well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in Mexico, the indigenous people got it really bad compared to the US. Obviously the US, obviously it was really bad when we look at our history, there was a lot of like, mistreatment a lot of like um things that happen but at the same time like the way you are able to like even speak up right now and then like talk about your culture and like there's all these centers yeah. i went to um there's this place called guadalupe del valle or valle de guadalupe where it's like this wineries right mm-hmm. and like i wanted to go check out this cultural center there that um the local like natives were they had a little museum of like, of, uh, of like, not only like they have artifacts, but a whole walkthrough like, um, yeah. uh, plants and like building structures that you can like experience. And when I was talking with them, they're like, well, he goes, our tribe was separated by the border. He goes, our borders like, like we have, we have our, our tribe was like one of those tribes that just got cut in half. Like, okay, now you can no longer come this way and you can no longer come down and you can no longer go up. Or at least they were able to come down, but you guys can't go up. Which, like, really? there was, like, yeah. And they were, like, they were telling me, and it sucks. They were, they were telling me, it sucks because 
like the government here doesn't really look out for us like like the opportunities that they gave all these like tourism for like the wineries like they didn't help us at all like we're we're like kind of self-funding ourselves to create this like um business and i'll put more links to it on my on, on the video but i look back and i'm like oh yeah like i think I think a lot of the natives, as far as in Mexico, were mostly wiped out. And even then, they have this very, like, term um, that's very negative, where they, um, I feel like sometimes Mexicans feel a little more superior to natives. They, like, they call them indios, like, very indio, like, but they say it in a way that's, like, demeaning, like, you're uncultured, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? So that happens even within, like, call it the, the brown culture. And to me, that's something that I was, like, when I started realizing, like, I'm like, wow, why do, why is there this big indifference as far as like Mexicans and like native, native, native Mexicans, right? Native Americans. Like to me, it's like, um, it made me kind of question even myself. Like, I don't, I'm not like what's really cool. Like the banda, like, I don't really, I don't know why I'm not really attracted to that. And it's not even like. I hope who anybody who hears this doesn't feel like I'm against them. I'm not. Yeah. But it is something that I kind of realized. Like I, like some of the fondest memories of mine of of my mom is her by a river. Like my mom can just go sit by a river all day and just be happy. And mm -hmm. I think that's where I kind of learned at least a little bit more of my spirituality because I was like, I don't go to church as often as I grew like i was raised in a very catholic home right but like now i'm like looking at the history too like you look at what the catholic church really did mm -hmm. and you're like damn like they were treating mis like people like me with my features like they were just like holding you on a choke on a chokehold and saying you are now this you know and so to me it's like why does why does my mom or why do i feel very happy like very spiritually recharged in the outdoors whereas sometimes at church i felt very like you know like you are not this you're going to hell going like very like very aggressive if that makes any sense have you ever felt that yourself um yes so i could i completely completely agree with you in regards of like just within communities because within like native communities there's like oh like you're not traditional or oh like you don't know your language so Oh. That, like there's that whole thing and i don't like, know or you're not native enough yeah or like there's some like light skin like white complexion natives and then there's like african-american like complexion natives as well too and um like people who look like me get categorized categorized as native like as opposed to them like even though they could like speak their language like more fluently than me like your culture it depends on your mindset as well, too, like, knowing that you're Native. It doesn't... Because um, at the end of the day, like, everyone came from a tribe. Yeah. Um, everyone had their own ceremonies. Everyone had their own language. But I feel like with when religion, I feel like they be, became, like, really successful because they found a way to kind of, like, integrate their ceremonies within a, a building so they could just move it anywhere around the world and they have this building that they can like pray into but within like native american societies we have like the connection to our land like we have within my um culture we have like the four mountains that 
we like belong to when we pray to those and there's like specific spots within our geographical locations that we have like cultural ties to yeah so we can't like transition that into like a whole building in a sense so i feel like that's why like the whole religion aspect became very successful because they came overseas and dominated everyone in a sense they took control and they converted everyone to and i think the concept that sometimes i feel like um people of color sometimes we were very happy like worshiping the sun even like the aztecs right Mm -hmm. like the rain there's a god there's a rain for a god for rain um plenty of deities and so i think it's um we kind of were just dropped this new like culture shock of like now we do now there's money involved and so now money really changed a lot of things we were very happy with our like natural way of life living off the earth kind of um you know really protecting the earth Mm -hmm. whereas you know the some the settlers came and then they just started saying these are our resources now we're gonna we're gonna sell this uh, like this fur yeah we're gonna like you know make some money off this and like there was a complete like call it um detachment as far as like ways of life that just clashed in like very i mean how 1700s right like the where america i mean we were a very young country right and so your people were here millennials before Mm -hmm. but yet do you feel like like the opportunities that you've been provided like reflect like the your skills like like do you feel like you have to fight 10 times harder just to make it out or just to have like the opportunities like provided to other let's just say people who have been in the in the in industries of like you know passed down um honestly like i don't feel like i have to fight 10 times harder i feel like what will what's mine will is for me yeah um i don't feel like i always because like when i got here i could have just went like full force and like in the whole like fashion industry and everything and i like got back into like photography but i didn't I haven't done like I haven't did a lot of shoots since I've been here. I've been to like maybe like four events and did like four shoots just within like the six months I've been here, mm-hmm. and that's barely anything um, because I know like my goal and I know what I'm after, and um, I've because I how I explain my my growing up I was able to be exposed to a lot of different communities mm-hmm. um not only like the native community but then like the because i went to school in like a whole like predominantly white town mm-hmm. so it was just me and my brother like the only native and then my a couple friends are like, the only like color people and then the rest is like white yeah so i've i just growing up i learned to like integrate myself within other communities and i know how to basically get along with them in a sense um so i just i guess like within people who grew up like on the reservation and they just seem like all natives all the time when they leave the reservation they don't know how to kind of have that integration so i guess i kind of i I grew up within it already so i know how to maneuver myself into ways and i know how to avoid certain things and i 
like I said, like I see myself as a research project. So when I see that, I see other people as like research projects too. So I really got very interested in like human behavior. Like you can tell a lot, and you can just feel like, your intuition. Like you just need to pay attention to like certain behaviors and how it makes you feel and all of that. So make sure you're, like you're going in like the right direction as well too. So you don't have to waste your time. Mm-hmm. Because right now I feel like in this life, because like each year I I I do a theme. For myself because that last year 2023 was like rejection like accepting the rejection and learn like rejecting people and then also like getting rejected and i was so it was very uncomfortable i didn't like it but then th- my my theme this year is validation like just completely like validate myself and just know like who i am and i validate myself and no one can ever take that away from me and yeah. I, I, my my art is validated, like, all of that. Like, I know how talented I am. Like, I know what I bring to the table. So it's like I don't have to compete with anyone because there's no one like me or, like, doing, like, what I'm doing or, like, speaking how I speak or, like, dressing how I dress. So I'm, I'm very, um, like, a rarity. So I don't like to kind of be because what I noticed too like especially within the fashion industry like a lot of people just like they they look the same they be dressing the same and that's not me like I don't look like any of y'all and I don't want to right very cool yeah because I think a a lot of people especially here in LA um, sometimes can be very cutthroat like uh, Mm -hmm. as far as like the I because I worked in fashion as well for a little while I was like the art director there for like two three years and Honestly, like the the CEO there was very very difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of liked me, um, but sometimes I felt like people were kind of calling me names, like the the favorite one, like the favorite child. And I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing like I was hurting yeah. you guys by me working, like yeah, you know. And it's and it's funny because it's they weren't even like white people there were people of color that were like really coming after me yeah and i felt like attacked i'm like i don't even i was like i'm just here to work i'm not i'm not never here to like suck up to the boss like yeah i focus on the craft and ultimately i think the craft uh i think like the fact that you said that your artist like the validation that you feel within your own craft i think that's really brings success in the creative field because i think sometimes people start like looking at other artists works and like wait i should be doing that or i should be doing this but then like next thing you know they're diluted and like what have i worked on myself like my portfolio what have i i haven't fostered my own skills enough mm-hmm. or polished them to like for people to come attract yeah essentially right and that's kind of like what i see with you like you like you're very comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. you're very comfortable in your own fashion and i think that's something that a lot of people sometimes should probably learn you know did you was were you always like this or was this like a process that you kind of learned to be a whole process like i said yeah it's still an ongoing process and everything too um because like growing up like i said i was the only native well me my me my my siblings so that kind of like connection with other people and i used to move around like every two years like because my dad he just like get another job and then we moved to a different state so not having like those establishing like close connections with not having like friends in a way 
I mean, establishing friends, but then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. And then, like, making new friends. So it's always, like, constantly, like, moving and, like, having to get to know people. And you just leave. So it's, um, it's like that. So I never was really very, like, confident in myself at times. It's just something that I had to learn. Because at the end of the day, like, everything that we see has been an idea of someone and it's just like I have my own ideas like why do I have to like integrate myself to something that's been created before by a human being mm-hmm. like I have that same power and I have that same potential to create yeah right so it's like I don't if I because honestly like I don't want to work for no one I do not want to work for no one like yes I'm inspired by someone and I would want to work alongside of people but that at the end of the day, like, I don't care to work for anyone at all because I have my own dreams and I have my own, like, ideas that I want to do. And I'm very confident that I'll be successful. Like, I don't want to be working for someone else's dream. Like, mm-hmm. let me establish my own. Like, let me see what I can create within my lifetime. Yeah. So this world is only, like, temporary. So it's just like, let me explore the world and let me just like i said like see what i can create yeah yeah and that speaks volumes because i think a lot of people sometimes don't focus on what they what they love Mm -hmm. i think i think especially here in la given the fact that there's so much flash there's so much like you know like it people that you know sometimes people try to follow um I love LA. Like as much as people sometimes No, I love LA too. You know, like so mm-hmm. a lot of people bash on this city, especially lately, even like um how I hear that people are like, yeah, people are leaving cuz this place is a dump and like I I see it on TV, like on the on social media, you know, like I'm like all these things going wrong with Los Angeles. I'm like I mean, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Like right? Like it's beautiful out here. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like I don't know, just so many creators out here and just so many people, like, doing their own thing, and I like it. Like, it's just very inspiring, and um, it makes me feel comfortable here. But I honestly would dress like this in Kansas, and people would just be wearing, like, just regular clothes, like, little, like... It's Kansas, so they'd be wearing, like, farm outfits and all of that, and I'd be coming in... <laughs> all fabulous. Outfit. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, like, I always dress like that just... No matter like where I am, like I'm always like the one standing out, and I just have to like come accept it. Like I like dressing like this, and I like expressing myself through fashion. Have people ever ever received like terrible comments or bad like people like just throwing shade at you for mm-hmm. the way you dress, the mm-hmm. way you look? Yeah. Did you? All the time, I feel like I still get that, and obviously it's. Every human wants connection. They want to establish that community. So when I receive those comments, it it makes me feel like insecure. But then at the same time, like I don't care. Like I I like I like myself. Yeah. And if I feel insecure, I I I assess that emotion, and I realize that I give people. Well, in that time, I give people, like, so much power to have, to make me feel that. I'm not trying to give no one power over me or my feelings. And do, you, do you feel like 
your culture is like very okay with like kind of the way you dress, the way you look, or even are are they used to a specific lifestyle? And obviously, I don't want to speak for everybody, but in yeah. your personal experience, have you felt like a little bit of backlash from like the people that you grew up with? Um, what people I grew up with was like non-natives. Uh huh. Um, so, um, I guess your tie. I guess my whole fashion sense can tie into like my sexuality as well too, and like my gender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to kind of like be like very scared to express like my sexuality like growing up, but then when I like came to accept it, and it's just something that I kind of like configured within my life, but. When I went back to school at the night college and being around like all my tribal members and wearing like all pink and this whole blazer with like fur on it at school, yeah, um, people were looking at me. But then professors, they would be like, "Oh, that is so like rejuvenating, like refreshing your style," and also like I don't know, like I'm a good person, like the people would be liking me. But then also there's some weird energy where it's just like not jealousy but then they get like intimidated by me mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know why like at all like i'm literally such the sweetest person but obviously when you're you have like two sides of you yeah so you have to be defensive at certain mm-hmm. at certain points and some people catch the defensive side of us and some people catch the sweetness of mm-hmm. us but uh, either or is like i think both sides are very justifiable and and for whatever it is that's happening around us because to me i'm kind of i'm not very non-combative where to me it's like if i see people even guys just trying to be like too macho i'm just like bro whatever yeah i just walk away like dude i don't i don't need to prove myself to you like like i'm not gonna get in a fight with you (laughs) just to show you that i'm more of a man than you literally um uh in addition i want to add on I feel very comfortable into like who I am right now because within my tribal society we have four genders, um, so it's like a man man, so like a masculine man, and then mm-hmm. like a man like woman, and then a woman man, and then like a woman woman. So like oh I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. So the I guess I wouldn't say not the gays, but like we have this term in English is called. Um, it translates to two spirit in English, mm-hmm. and so you embody like the masculine and the feminine energy, and you have that balance. And they were they had high positions within the society, so they were with like the medicine, like they're medicine people essentially, like the healers. Oh. So they had they were in the council with like the chiefs and like um, like the women and all of that, like people who kind of delegated the communities and they just work together so that made me very comfortable like knowing that and that that's existed throughout mm-hmm. the years and yeah oh, okay so see i'm learning that right now i didn't know that <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess how i would identify myself my gender i'm a male i'm a boy and a lot of people would mistake that they'd be like oh like you're a woman and although I dress feminine, I have that balance within me um, because I understand the the responsibilities and the, the the responsibilities of roles that each gender play within communities. Yeah, 
and I could never fulfill like the woman role, nor did I want to. Like women have a different essence and a spiritual aspect about them that I could never provide. And I don't, that's not my part to play. So I respectfully don't identify as a woman, but I like, I wear like women's clothes. I'm pretty sure there's like a woman's pants and yeah. And I got whole makeup on and yeah. So I'm a, yeah. No, 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 that's very well spoken. And honestly, like to me, um, I don't know, I, I feel like sometimes people think the world's so black and white when mm-hmm. it's not. Like there's so many shades in between that to get to a certain color, right? Like there's, this is the, and this is just the creative side of me just talking right now. Like yeah, <laughs> there's, for a color to convert to another color, there's so many like hues and changes and like a little bit of aspects that mm-hmm. need to blend in together. Yeah. And so... No, I'm, I'm glad that, that you, like, I'm learning more about this because, like, to me, I like to, I, I've, I've always kind of felt part of the system, air quotes. Um, I think, to me, it's one of the things I was luckily, uh, one of those kids that kind of was just graphic design, art is what you're, I didn't know any better. It was a teacher who generally, like, looked out for me, and she was, like, a very, like, you know, sweet white lady that just was, like, you should p- pursue art. And, and mainly because there was like again a lot of kids playing around around me and I was like the only one kind of focused on my trying to get my work done and that's when she was like I was like okay so yeah it was just, it, it was a natural progression and like to me I just genuinely I never I was so hyper focused on the art creating the like that art piece that you saw on, on, mm. on my entrance I yeah. created that really uh, yeah I painted that <laughs> I yeah. painted that um and I got I got inspired during COVID because I I guess I was just like with everything that going on I kind of I felt a little overstimulated even with work that I just wanted to come home and paint and honestly to me the seeing I, like I love animals as well like to me it's like just seeing when you look at animals and the way they kind of live their life to me it was very inspiring because you start seeing that they have a way of life. You know, the courage that it takes for them the kind of the how wit how they see the world and how they start waiting like they have very like patterns mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of what i realized like what kind of animal am i like to me i yeah. felt that i was like understanding myself like just from observing i started observing like myself and i was like oh this is hurting me i can't be this way even if other people like sets of other people i just can't subscribe to that kind of way of thinking or, or like even like tribalism where you know I want them dead or because they hurt me now I have to go and like hurt them and their kids and they're like I just to me that kind of violence kind of I felt like it has to end with me mm-hmm. like to me it's like it kind of realizing that the, the the times that I have received like even just as a regular guy I don't I think I'm, I don't there's like you know I've I've kind of don't even look for things but sometimes they come at me and i'm like i don't know dude like same I, as yeah <laughs> i don't want i don't want to fight dude Literally. can we talk about art can we talk about photography can we talk about like the possibility like possible like um interactions of of, of projects that we could work on together yeah and I like like so the, I, and that's where what i love about this moment right now that mm-hmm. you as a creative me as a creative came from different walks of life and just started talking about our passions to me obviously to me that's 
what matters to me a lot like seeing that yes there's there's project but then there's more depth to the artist behind and that and hopefully mm. like i i made you like you know painted a good picture of yourself um is there anything else that, that you feel like that you should that the world should know about you yes so um yeah i completely agree because uh, i feel like what inspires me is just nature like everything like flowers and like you have a whole like buffalo head on your wall so i feel like nature is very like inspiration inspirational in regards to like art you can especially like the fashion designers that i follow like they're inspired by like the sea like the animals in the sea and yeah. they integrate that within their designs so like nature is at, at the end of the day like it's the ruler of all things and um i guess what i want to include for my final last aspect is like i said like i don't want to work for like under anybody the only people that i would work would be honored to work for would be Nicki minaj um paris hilton for pharrell williams and terrence howard and then also lauren london and then janae Aiko. but those are like the six people that i would honestly wouldn't have no problem to work for why what, then, what what's what's what makes them like turn your like you know like i'll work for these guys why, well, what is it about them Nicki minaj yeah. her her music is just so beautiful i i love her as an artist and then also just the story like that she has behind her own um behind her music she's just telling her point of view like through her lens and just her fashion sense as well too and then also her her charisma that she has established for herself and how she came to like the u.s from that trinidad and established herself to be a mogul like that's right icon. i totally forgot she was from trinidad yeah and she came here and she's like signed with like republic records and she, now she owns a whole house in malibu like that's inspiring and then paris hilton um i got into her when i had watched her her documentary and then also her her show her cooking show on netflix and then her show on peacock and just kind of like figure out like the connection like that i have to her story and then how she's currently like creating bills within like the like 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 legislation oh my god i just butchered that word um aspects because yeah. like legislation yes aspect? yeah um because how she like in her documentary how she told she went to this whole like boarding school camp or whatever and then she was abused and how she kind of created the whole persona to hide that hurt but then that hurt um blossomed into something very beautiful like she's the one that created the whole basically influencer yeah she's yeah. the first one first influencer i would i would consider her the queen of influencers yeah right? and yeah. um i don't know she's very like vibrant too like pink and she's very like a fairy i would say and she's really nice i've personally mm -hmm. met her really yeah she she bumped into me one time at a at a company party mm -hmm. and i was like i was like oh and like she's, I turned around and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, you're good. You're good. We're good. It's a party. Let's dance. And yeah. like, she's a really sweet person. Um, and then she has her brand, 1111 Media. Yeah. And then now she's 
um, doing work within the metaverse. So she's already taking that um, next step into the digital world. So yeah. She's, so she's like very passionate, and I think that's the mm-hmm. thing that 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 I think creatives will eventually will always like like what's the word attract each other. Mm-hmm. I think to me it's one thing that that I feel very fortunate. Uh, I I feel like even for my skills that I'm kind of that I work for because I I work for her brother. Her brother and I work together, and so um, like there's never been like a, a, a mistreatment between us. Like it's just kind of like you, like we're just hanging out, we're talking, we're talking. Yeah. Like, okay, we, this is our goal. Let's take care of it. Let's do this. Boom, boom. So we're very like goal-minded, and of course, kind of piecing things together. Like if they need something, like I'm like, okay, cool. Let me try to get this. Let me try to figure it out for you. Like let me get this. And it's kind of like you said. It, it it inspires you because it's like. I don't know. I think sometimes, do you feel like there's like when it when it comes to like, um, like working with people, mm-hmm. um, what like what's your first thing that you kind of like makes you want to work with someone? Um, well, of course, like what we see is their their visual aspects. Yeah. Like, how can we work together? But then also. Just like energetically as well too, and then like what they their values and what they put their energy towards, and if they're like a musician or like a creator, you kind of see you do research upon them and find out like what their energy is going towards and like creating. Um, so yeah, I'm still in the process of like building my connections as well too. So I feel like I have I'm not established enough to kind of do my own thing yet. I still need to like network with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So, and it's like, I have to network with people, like, that I potentially, like, don't care to work with mm-hmm. just to, like, get my foot in the door. Right. So, I feel like it's just based on energy, honestly. Um, and like, honestly, the, your list of six people that you chose, they have very high energy. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Like, very, I like Nicki Minaj myself. Like, she's such a good rapper. Like, yeah. I, I, I catch myself rapping to a lot of her songs. <laughs> yeah. So, I, those are the six people that I want to. I'll be honored. I'll be so grateful for an opportunity to work with them. Like, that's honestly why I even came here. Like, those six people that I had in mind. And yeah, establishing my own self. Uh, I want to lastly add that I'm creating this new venture. I'm going on an enterprise to start my own modeling agency. And I wanted to do it for a while because I've been doing fashion photography for over like four years mm-hmm. and like going through the whole process of uh, uh, basically doing volunteer work. Like majority, like 90% of my career has been like volunteer work. Yeah. Um, like going to fashion shows and reaching out to the producers and reaching out to models, all of that. Traveling to locations, even though I barely have any money and just making that sacrifice because it's, it's something that I generally like like doing. Like even if I, it's my passion in a sense, like I like doing it like if, if I don't get paid for it. But obviously like, I would like to get paid yeah, more. And, but that's, I think that's the true definition of an, art, of an artist. Like, mm-hmm. like there's times where like my career, when I started off, there I did a lot of internships where I wasn't getting paid, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was little like, Someone, like I tell you, I used to live up with that street with like $400 to my name. And it was just, it was very difficult for me because I'm like, I don't have that much money and I need to, but I wanted to learn. I genuinely wanted to learn and, and really like 
hone my craft into something like understand even like how to how to present yourself how to behave mm -hmm. how to think how to act in a workspace environment yeah. corporate workspace environment and i think i think a lot of successful companies actually have that ability like the, if you can sit down and talk to people like talk ideas i think you have a very high chance of mm -hmm. of growing and it's just really is just a matter of time yeah yeah so i'm really excited for you i'm really excited for you um you. for this venture um he said it for like a model, modeling agency, like, I, well, do you have a name for it? Yes. So it's the LKN International Modeling Agency. So the acronyms came from, they were inspired by a fashion designer. He's Cherokee. Mm -hmm. um, his name's Lloyd Kivanu. So he's kind of like the pioneer of native by modernism like fashion like contemporary fashion oh. um he also established a tribal university that i used to work at in santa fe new mexico it's called the institute of american indian arts yeah and um can you search his name because mm -hmm. I, I would love to see his work sorry i have a barracuda that i was looking up earlier <laughs> <laughs> i like that car <clears throat> But um, yeah, he's an inspiration to me and he really, he did good for himself. Like he had a storefront in Scottsdale, Arizona that he owned and operated and majority of his clientele was like the upper echelon, like white American society. Mm -hmm. And like he even like, Eleanor Roosevelt like wore one of his garments. Mm -hmm and the rock he had connections to like the rockefellers as well too so he was very up there and it's beautiful mm -hmm. yes yeah, seeing his patterns like yeah and i textiles. also i i usually don't model but then my first time modeling um was for him like the because i believe one of the ford um, representatives from ford modeling they had bought his whole collection and they keep it in the freezer so they they took it out specifically for like this fashion show and i was able to like walk in it and it was just kind of last minute because i was attending the show what mm -hmm. i was attending the show and then um one of my friends that was modeling she was like do you want to model i was like they need they're like they need the extra model i was like yeah and they're like okay just come over here so i, I wore one of his garments like my first time walking ever and i think that's such an honor and it's like a part of like history that I, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like so much knowledge and so much work and just like hard work went into this. And for me to be wearing it, to showcase it is beautiful. It's like a, like a ceremony in a way, like I respect it so much. Um, so I very, I, I honor um, his work that he did and I want to continue it. Yeah. Like just within the whole, um, because like I said, he was very successful, but then he wanted to teach the importance of indigenous art yeah. to like youth and like allow not only youth, but then just like indigenous people to hone in on their craft right. and provide an opportunity that no one, like the, no one else would provide. And he did that. And the school is very successful right now. It's one like the... Yeah, it's very successful. It's so beautiful there. And 
I did recruitment for them. So just like telling like the history of like the school and like where, how the foundations of how it started. And one of the first buildings ever established on the school homelands was a Hogan. And that's a traditional like Navajo, the Watling like house. And like they prayed over the land and everything. So I think, I, I don't know that also ties me to, into it as well too. And like I said, just the fact that he wanted to kind of foster the potential within my indigenous youth is what I want to do within my agency as well too. So right now, I want to specifically focus on youth from like 16 to 24 who want to get into the fashion industry because I know how it is like within the fashion industry and I, I know how to maneuver myself very like eloquently where I can feel like I can bring other people with me now. Because I like, just attending all these fashion events by myself, like majority of the time I'm the only native in there. Mm -hmm. And like I said, just going back to connection and culture, like I need other natives in there. Mm -hmm. Like and native people are very beautiful. Like they're so beautiful and um providing them an opportunity that no one else would provide is something that would do. It'd be an honor for me to have that they can make a whole career out of it. And like modeling and like the art world and the fashion world is worth billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that money, they can provide a life that they want for themselves. Very so cool. it's me giving back to the culture and me giving back to the people. So that's what I want to create. And um, I actually thought of the name on February 8th. And like the thing, like, after very thought, specific yeah no no the weird thing is like after like because i was looking up lloyd and then i was like let me see when he was born but then he actually like passed away on february 8th like that day i was looking at it oh wow. i was like that's insane yeah because um right now i'm i have there's seven people that i want to work with directly and so he was born february 16th uh -huh. So I'm going to kind of like announce like my seven people. And then on July 26th is my birthday is when I officially want to announce my first like cohort, like of like fresh like models who want to have. Um, so, yeah, so it's very I don't know. It's so weird how that worked. So I want to kind of. Um, Honor. And then, yeah, and then LKN, like, the acronym for that is, like, looking, like, so I'm, like, I'm looking for talent, I'm looking for vibrancy, I'm looking for culture, and I'm looking for people who are willing to do, to put in the work. Right, right. Very cool, very cool. Is I, I am not a model, but if you need me for anything, any shoots, just let me know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't qualify. I know I know. No, we have to no, we're gonna do a photo shoot. I'm going to be working with this brand, um, downtown LA. I'll send you their Instagram. It's something it's like suits and blazers. Kinda like this. They'll be having like I feel like you look good in it. Very cool. Yeah, I'll do so it for free. Yeah. No, I'm gonna pay you. No. If they're paying me, I'm gonna pay you. What I'm, the fuck? <laughs> I appreciate you. But yeah, I mean to me this is like 
collaborative environment that I hope that a lot of people like are open. Kind of like to me, I, I like hearing your projects. I like seeing your ambitions, hearing your ambitions and, and seeing them go to life. To me, I'm like mm -hmm. that kind of person that's been very happy for creatives in any way I can help. Like to me, I'm, I'm very open to in that way as well. So, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll plug your, your Instagram. We'll go ahead and share that together. Um, I have a question that I like to ask people. Like, do you love our country? Um, yes, I'm very honored to be living in this country. Um, like I said, off camera, LA, especially like a lot of people from outside the country would want to live here. Yeah. Like the whole like American dream essence. Um, so yes, I love our country, but then there's just some things that I don't agree with coming from like my culture past and yeah. And like the whole like tribal nation and U.S. government relationship is, it lights the, I have the fire that lights within me. I'm ex, like expressing it creatively and using it towards a purpose. Yeah. yeah. So. Same. Same. I agree. I think uh, that obviously there's things that can be fixed. There's things that can be, um, you know, better. But I think yeah. I love our country. Like generally say that, like I, I've always felt part of this city like i said I've, i'm i've been born and raised here um luckily i've been able to travel to other states and check out you know other cities but like i don't know this feels like home yeah <laughs> this feels like home but then i mean i guess like when you ask that question i just thought about the united states and ew i shouldn't have thought about it like that it's very like western to me but no like i love our country because like this is where my people are from like this is a whole bunch of tribal nations are from here like this is our home yeah this is my home this has been home, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I love my home. Even with all the drama, like, it's, yeah. it's still home. Yeah, so much drama. <laughs> and, and honestly, to me, I think that's a very powerful feeling. That if you have that feeling of belonging, mm -hmm. then you can focus on, all right, what do I do with my time? Because mm -hmm. I think, I feel like sometimes, and I just got chills getting that, because there's moments where people don't belong and they feel like that, that kind of, kind of, because mm -hmm. they're hyper-focused on, like, fighting to, to feel part of, the community or the city or you know just a surrounding and yeah. so to me like i'm very glad that you, like you know we're, we're very similar in that way mm -hmm. um yeah i'm very i'm very glad we did this honestly i'm yeah, very glad thank that, you like for I said, it now i appreciate it i appreciate you so much too is there anything else you want to plug in um anything you want to ask me there's like a whole bunch of things I want to ask you. I guess like one of the things is what's like your inspiration behind like you creating? Or like what's like, cause mine's like the culture aspect or just wanting to like represent my community. Like what's yours? I think like naturally, I feel like my inspiration is just the ability to see things be more because i think sometimes like when people say like humans are like they're just consuming and destroying the earth to me i'm like no we can create we can do things we can create a good environment to me that that positivity is what really fuels my creativity because i feel like sometimes i felt weird i'm like am i the only one who thinks this way like you know like i felt like i told you like i've i've been so kind of lone wolfish in my career Mm -hmm. that I feel like I can't be the only one who feels, thinks, yeah. talks this way. And 
and I think that's why I created this podcast. To me, this podcast is like to bring other talented and uh, uh, call it passionate people who who have their own personal projects, who have their own personal vision, mm-hmm. who have their own personal like upbringing, and that to me, that's I love that. That to me, that's like what I think the world kind of needs, regardless of like color, regardless of like um, you know everything that they put in our heads to that to separate us to me it's like no artists like have a very special power to kind of create events you know that people can partake in like everybody kind of has their own little like thing um to to bring to the table and so that that's the kind of the thing that i realized like i kind of should put my energy towards that you know obviously like like i said my my career has been more marketing um in, in like real estate and yeah. um but a lot of my roots really came from like um just imagination because I, I like vividly remember as a kid like i was kind of the weird kid kind of cutting things while everybody was playing around me i was like in the art station just with scissors glues putting cutting mashing things together that was just kind of me and like i feel very happy to still be that as an adult mm. but you know in a more professional air quotes way yeah so yeah that's that's what really inspires my creativity <laughs> that's amazing if, if that makes any sense yeah thank you for sharing yeah yeah thank you for sharing as well thanks for watching follow and subscribe for more keep in touch with me on stories.fromla on instagram and youtube thank you <laughs>